0: Hey there and welcome to the David Dodge Show Podcast. Join me as I share with you my personal tips and tricks that have helped me successfully flip over 100 houses per year in my business. We'll be diving into a lot of deals, so get ready to cash in some paychecks with me. But that's not all, I also have over 120 plus rental units and enjoy being a landlord. Creating passive income and wealth with rental properties is a passion of mine, and I'm excited to share my experiences and insights with you. So buckle up and get ready for some valuable knowledge that will help you achieve success in the real estate industry. Let's do this.
1: Okay, when it comes to multiple offer guidelines and scripts and screening questions for creative finance... Uh, We have some resources that we can share with you to help you with this process. But what I have found in my almost 20 years of real estate investing and almost a thousand real estate transactions is, is that most people just wanna sell the property and be done with it. They just wanna take a cash offer and take their cash and or pay off any existing debt that they may have on the property and then take the difference, okay? However, there are some scenarios and sometimes when the seller of a property, and that could essentially also be multiple people, by the way, but when a seller or when the sellers of a property aren't really in need of the money right away, or maybe not even you know in any immediate future, there can be some opportunity for us, the investors, to do something in, in terms of a creative offer or a creative approach. And this is really referred to as creative financing or seller financing. It's the same thing. It's got a couple different words, but it really just means the same thing. Okay. So what is creative financing or what is seller financing? Well, seller financing is essentially a seller financing you the property. So here's the thing. There's not just really like a like a one way to do this, there's an infinite number of ways to do it because it all matters about what you offer the seller and if they like it or not and if you can do that. And if not, then you can make a different offer to the seller or maybe they counter your offer. So the offers can be, again, they can be limitless and endless and and infinite. So some of the scenarios that I've done and myself personally or that I've seen a lot of my other friends in this business use or do would be to have the seller finance the property to them over five or 10 or 15 years. Maybe the financing is principal only. Maybe it's principal and interest. Maybe it's not 100% financing. Maybe they say, hey, we're gonna gonna finance 50% of this property to you over five or 10 or 15 years. Well, that's still gonna require you to bring some money to the table, but not all of the money to the table. So again, there's a million different ways in which we can do seller financing or creative financing, but what really matters is do you have a good relationship with the seller and is the seller not necessarily needing all of the money or most of the money in most cases today or tomorrow? Are they okay getting the money in monthly payments or maybe you don't make any monthly payments and you have a balloon That's due to them in three years or five years or 10 years. So there is a ton of different ways in which you can use seller financing or creative financing. One of my favorite ways to use creative financing is whenever I find a seller that doesn't need the money for, let's say, six months or a year, okay? And this property that they own needs work. What I love to do is I love to say, hey, why don't you seller finance me this deal for let's say six months or 12 months and I'll make you payments over those months so you're not gonna be out of pocket. But I'm not gonna owe you the money to purchase the property until the end of the term. I then buy the property and they are the bank. I owe them the money versus a private lender or a hard money lender or a bank. I owe the seller money. But what that allows me to do is it allows me to acquire the property short term with none of my own money or often very, very little amounts of my own money. Then what I can do is I can then use my own money or even other people's money, Most, most I like that idea better and I do that most of the time, I borrow it from private and hard money lenders, but I will use that money to then go fix the property up. Then I can sell the property and when I sell the property, I'm obviously gonna have some debt from the seller, I'm gonna need to pay that back first but then the difference is what I can keep is profit. So let's run through a really quick scenario on a fix and flip using seller finance. Let's say I find a property for $150,000. That's what the seller wants for it. It's a good deal at $150,000, but I don't have $150,000. So I say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you know this property is gonna need forty dollars or $50,000 worth of work. I would love to buy it off of you, fix it up, and then sell it for a profit but I don't have the 150,000. Why don't you sell or finance this property to me for one year and I will pay you $1,000 a month in interest. A thousand a month. I could probably get them down to five or 600, but just for a scenario here, we're gonna give them a thousand a month. So I'm gonna owe them 150 in the end and I'm gonna pay $1,000 a month. But I can actually acquire the property today with no money out of pocket. So now I own the property, I owe them 1000 a month for 12 months, and at the end of the 12 months or sooner, I can pay them the $150,000. See how cool this is? This is creative, okay? So then now, uh, I'm gonna need to fix it up. So I've now bought the property, I owe them 150 dollars in 12 months or less, and every month that goes by, I'm gonna need to give them $1,000. Well, now I need to go borrow another forty or $50,000 from a private lender, a hard money lender, a friend, or maybe I have a line of credit or even that much cash laying around. I'm going to deploy that cash into the property in terms of renovating it and updating it and fixing that property. Let's just assume that it is uh, $45,000 that I need to, to, to put into the rehab. So I owe 150 dollars and I put 45 more into the rehab. That puts me at 195. And let's say that this whole process takes me four to five months. Let's go with five months. Well, five months at a thousand a month is five thousand dollars. So 150 plus 45 plus five is 200,000. That's what I owe back plus interest to the to the person that lent me the. The private or the hard money, but that's going to be pretty small. So in the end, I may owe a little over two hundred thousand, right? Maybe two hundred three or two hundred five. Let's round it up. Simple math: two hundred five. But then I take that property to the market and I sell the property for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I hire an agent and I sell it for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. All right. I essentially am going to walk away with roughly thirty-five to forty thousand dollars profit without using any of my own money because I got creative with the seller and I'm going to be paying them monthly until I can pay them back. But whenever I sell the home, I'm going to pay them back. I'm also going to then pay back my other lender to help with the rehab. And maybe that lender is yourself, but I'm going to need to pay back the interest and the principal that I use to, to fix that property up. I'm going to need to pay my agent to help me sell it. If you are an agent, you can reduce some of your costs by selling it yourself. But essentially what I've done here is I've used creativity, seller financing and creative financing to acquire a property with very little to none of my own money. I've rehabbed it with very little, hopefully none of my own money, and I've made it nice and new. I've then hired an agent, I place it on the market, I sell it, I have a 40 to $50,000 spread, but I have interest and I have fees and I have agent commissions. Essentially what's gonna happen here is I'm gonna walk away with 30, 35, maybe as much as $40,000 in this scenario of profit after I pay everybody back. Additionally, I've created so many winning scenarios here. I've helped a seller sell a property. I've fixed up a property and sold it to a buyer that is happy and ideally is gonna raise a family in that home. I've helped a lender by making some interest, all right? And I've also helped the neighborhood by bringing the neighborhood back and updating a property within the neighborhood and, and setting a new bar for comps, you know, which essentially is making everybody else's property in that neighborhood go up a little bit in value, assuming I sell it for top of the market. So there's a lot of different scenarios. And that right there, my friends, was one out of a million different scenarios in which we can use creative financing. But the lesson that I want to convey in this video is that the creative financing approach um, is an approach that we are going to typically want to use with a seller that doesn't need the money today. They don't need the money right away. They're okay getting the money later. Or in some cases, maybe they don't want the tax implications of selling the property and getting all of the money. Maybe they want us to pay them over 20 years or 15 years or whatever, and then they can break down that tax implication over a longer period of time, essentially spreading it out. So there is a lot of different scenarios in which we can use creative financing and seller financing um, and multiple offers to go about achieving a result that wins and creates value for you and your sellers. So we have some additional resources that we can obviously share with you in terms of you know, how to make those, those uh, multiple offers and some of the scripts that we use, um, as well as some of the screening questions that we may wanna ask them either on the phone or while we are out on the appointment to learn more and see if this is an approach that may work with them. Some of my favorite approach is simply just asking them you know, hey, are you interested in, in, in financing the property versus me going out and getting a loan from a lender or a bank? Do you have any interest in being that lender or that bank? If you don't ask, the answer is no, every single time. Don't overthink it. Keep it simple. And I hope you enjoyed this video.
0: Thanks for tuning into the David Dodge Show Podcast, where we've explored the secrets of successfully flipping over 100 houses per year and creating passive income through rental properties. We hope you've gained some valuable insights from David's tips and tricks and are feeling inspired to apply them to your own real estate ventures. Remember, success in the industry takes hard work, dedication, and a willingness to learn from others' experiences. Whether you're just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, we believe that the knowledge shared on this podcast will help you achieve your goals. Thank you for joining us on this journey, and we look forward to continuing to provide you with valuable insights and information in the future.